All right. Welcome to the Ascend Together podcast. I am so excited. We have Rebecca, one of my past clients on here with us today to talk about her experience and her just massive growth that she's committed to and continues to grow in a beautiful way and how um, the Academy has benefited her business as we work together. So Rebecca, just go ahead and introduce yourself and who you are, what you do, and then we'll just dig in. Amazing. Mine, like Dana said, my name is Rebecca and I am kind of primarily a luxury wedding photographer based in California, but kind of travel hopefully in Greece soon. <laughs> hopefully You're really manifesting that. <laughs> soon. Tra- transitioning a little bit into a little bit more internationally, but yeah, primarily a luxury wedding photographer. I do some other things on the back end side of my business, working with certain types of brands, just as a, not as a front inside, just kind of like to gain more experience and things like that. And yeah, I'm, it's primarily what I do. I kind of dabble in other things and have big picture dreams that I'm working towards, but that's currently what I'm doing. Awesome. Awesome. All right, Rebecca, let's talk about where you were at before we started working together, because this is going to resonate with a lot of photographers listening to this. And that's why I'm excited for you to tell your story. So tell us where you were before we started working together. Totally. So I, before I met Dana, I was kind of, I just started my business in 2020. And I think I met Dana in like end of 2020, beginning of 2021. So this was like the primary stage of like, I just started my business. And in 2020, I shot a few weddings and I was like, wow, this is amazing. Like, I love shooting weddings. This is so fun. And then in 2021, I was, I just gained rapid growth because I knew a lot of people that were getting married and I just kind of filled the void where I was like, okay, I could do this. I think other people's experiences, maybe they gain growth at a slower pace. But I just went from, I shot like four weddings in 2020 and then over 40 in 2021 or like mm-hmm. around 40, a little over like, it was like in the high thirties. I can't remember exactly how about on a weddings. And at that point I had no idea how workflows worked. I had no idea how systems worked automations, didn't know those. And so I was just drowning in weddings. Like I had no idea like how to manage them. I was like, at the point that I was like about to sign up for the program, I was thinking, I'm like, I cannot do weddings anymore. Like this is not for me. I can't keep up. Like this is, I'm just like, how do people do this? This is insane. (laughs) I would go and I had horror stories of like, And a lot of those weddings were travel weddings. So I was literally never home, never home, jumping from flight to shoot all of these weddings. And that did seem like my dream at one point. I was like, I want to be a destination wedding photographer. And that made me realize I'm like, not at that scale of (laughs) like, seriously, never, ever being home and shooting too many weddings. And there, I had some horror stories of like, I got the one of my weddings the date was wrong in the contract and so on my calendar it showed up oh my gosh I remember that yeah it showed up as 
the wrong day. And so I was like just chilling in bed, scrolling my phone. And the bride messaged me. She's like, so excited to see you tomorrow. And I was like, tomorrow. And I didn't realize I thought the wedding was in a few days. I didn't realize it was tomorrow. And this was an out of state wedding. So I like literally booked a flight in bed, got up and like went and shot this wedding. And I was like, I cannot do this anymore. (laughs) So it was just a crazy season of burnout, overwhelm. At that point, I brought Dana. I was like connected with Dana because I was like, I don't know if I can get through the next few months. Like that's how overwhelmed and stressed I was. I was seriously like crying nearly every day because I was like, I can't keep up. So I was like bringing Dana on as a savior. I was like, please help me. I can't do this alone. I can't do this anymore. And so, yeah, it was a crazy time. Yeah, (laughs) insane. I mean- It just, I mean, it shows that you were really good at what you were doing. Maybe not. And this is something I always say to people. You're, we're not professionals at everything. We didn't, we don't get a bachelor's degree or a master's or a doctorate degree in everything in life. And so we're not really necessarily, (laughs) you know, supposed to know everything just because we start a business. Like it's a learning experience and you were really good at building your skill set, obviously, and even marketing at that point and connections. Like you were just on fire with that. And you were so, so good at that so experienced so fast it's just the systems part which we'll talk about next but how much like how how much were you charging at that point for those clients because you're booking out like 35-ish weddings right yeah I was I was charging like a thousand to fifteen hundred to like seventeen hundred so like I think my highest wedding that I made was like two thousand dollars And I was, I thought that was insane. I was like, $2,000. So yeah, it was at a very low price point. And that's why I was booking so many weddings. And Dana, that was like the first thing that Dana came to me. She was like, raise, she's like, I don't care. I don't care what you do, raise your prices. And I remember being so stressed because I was like, what? I don't think I can do it. So I didn't do it. And how much were like, what was your income for that year? I think I was making around 50 like that. Okay. So yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> I'm sure everyone's like feeling that like how much work, not only just going to the wedding, but the editing and the client management oh, yeah. and all those things. Like, you know, you know, a one hour shoot isn't, you know, you're not getting paid for an eight hour day, right? That's not exactly. all it is, right? We're doing like, we're doing work for everything else. And so I could just imagine like all that piled on top. And so, yeah, I'm sure you were so, so stressed, so overwhelmed. And before we go into like us working together, I do want to ask this question. Like, why did, like, how did you get into photography? Like, why did you start your business? Because I know like you just went full force and like, that's why you grew so fast, <laughs> um, so fast. But like, how did you like get into it? Like, why did you pursue it? Like, what's that story behind that? Right. Yeah. So I've always been into photography and ever since I was like a teenager, young teenager, I was like forcing my siblings to model for me. And it was a time, but I think the main, like when I graduated high school, people would ask me like, what do you want to do with your life? And I honestly was like, I just want to travel and take photos. Like that's truly what I wanted. And I didn't know that could be like an actual job. I didn't know that could be like an actual reality. And so I went to college and then COVID hit and 
I was like, this is my time. Like I can, mm -hmm. I have a lot more knowledge about photography, about like starting a business. I think I just need to like full send it and go for it. And so that's kind of was COVID was my like little, like, okay, this is my chance to like mm -hmm. take a step. And so, yeah, the, honestly, like I absolutely love photography and I love to travel, but another aspect that really motivated me was just the freedom of like time. I'm such a free spirited person that I didn't want. I'm like a nine to five would truly kill me. I don't want to mm -hmm. be at a desk. I don't want to be someone's, you know, like slave for my whole life. You know, I wanted that freedom of like, I can go wherever I want, whenever I want at the drop of a hat, do whatever, you know? I love that. And I love to hear you say that because a lot of us start our business and we're like freedom and not sitting at a desk mm -hmm. and not nine to five. And then we end up sitting at a desk and we're yes. like, have no freedom. And we're like, wait a second. Like I wanted to do this to be creative and to have freedom. And mm -hmm. now I'm like, not like I'm, it's worse than a nine to five almost. Right. right. And so it's interesting how we just, we just all have this deep passion and it, the business part is hard. I think that's like all of our hard learning lessons that we have to learn and continually learn. Like all of us are so, so learning about that. So now let's talk about kind of like how we got there to like your beginning, you know, I want this freedom. I want to not be at a desk 24 seven and be creative. And so can you tell us a little bit about like your journey working together? We did, we worked a year together. So we worked on a lot of things and we were transitioning from a very burnout place, which took a while. So it took time to slow down. So tell us more about that. Totally. So I first came into the program mid busy season. So at this point I was like, Dana, just help me survive. And so we got through the weddings <laughs> and all the craziness. And then this was when I was like at a point where I was like, I don't think I can do weddings anymore. Mm -hmm. And so we really spent a lot of time just like brainstorming, envisioning other avenues of photography that could work for me. So it was a huge mental, like just adventure. It was just insane. We went through so many, I built up like multiple businesses with full on systems. I don't know if you remember this, Dana, but we did like the personal branding. That was like yes. my avenue that I was going into. And I have a whole system for that. All the emails are laid out. I have all the like pitches <laughs> and everything, but I just because I think I needed to like step away from weddings for a second, at least mentally, because I just didn't know if I could keep doing it. I think I, a lot I, of the exercise was like igniting your creativity again. I think that yeah. was like what it was for yeah. because your creativity was like suppressed. Like it literally was gone. I just remember you're like, I, I cannot do weddings. I want to stay away from them. Like the ick, like yes. almost like having like resentment towards that whole thing because of how it made you feel. But yes. I feel like the exercise, even though you may not, you didn't go down that route totally. Yes. I made you dream again, which I yes. think was so much what you needed. Like you needed a dream to look forward to and a vision, oh, which is so funny because you can continue talking about it. It brought you back to weddings. Right. Yeah. So it brought me back to weddings. I realized like, I'm like, you know what? I think I want to do weddings, but at a different scale, I don't want to shoot 
I don't want people to book me because I'm like the cheap option. I realize like I want to book clients that like I'm their dream photographer and they absolutely adore and love my vibe. And I feel like my clients in the past, they, you know, they did like my style, but they booked me primarily because I was a cheaper option of like a version of a photographer that they really admired. And so I kind of stepped into like just bumping up my prices so much and kind of went into more of a market. Yeah. And so that was kind of the process. I went from like changing my mindset, going through like a roller coaster of emotions as far as what I wanted to do. And I really just wanted clarity and um, through a lot of one-on-one calls with Zena, we got to a point of like, okay, luxury weddings is kind of the next step for me. And then I built out a whole system for that, a lot of workflows, a lot of automations. And that was super helpful from the program because I had no idea how that any of that even worked. I was not taking advantage of the CRM that I had. So that was super helpful. And then we just started. Sorry, right there. <laughs> how did systems like, I know it was helpful just to like know it, but how did it support you in speaking and supporting to this next level client, which we'll talk more about in a minute, but like, how did it support you? And like, cause you bumped up your prices, like, in, I mean, what well, you were charging one or two K and you charged, started charging like four or five K around that range, right? At that time. So you bumped it up into a hot, above middle market from low market. You like, you skipped the middle market. You just went from like low market to high market. And so how did it support you in like taking on those new clients? Cause I know there's a lot of mind stuff around that when that happened, but like, how did that support you with that? Totally. Yeah. Having a solid system that I was so secure about really made me like, okay, I can charge more because I'm providing such an amazing experience. And this isn't, this is so different from what I did before that it gave me a lot of like, just like not clarity. It gave me permission to charge what I was charging. So yeah, it definitely made me feel more secure in just upping my prices so much and they can support that client. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And one more thing about systems is I know you built all those out, but did you feel you were able, like, do you feel you were able to immerse like yourself into them, like customize it to your client? Because I feel like your higher, higher level client was definitely different than your lower level client. But how did you feel you were able to kind of like put yourself into your business through systems? How were you able to bring you like who you are and your values and your love and passion for who you serve into your systems? Okay. Yes. Yes. Totally. Uh, There are so many ways. And I think I, at the time I was a bride too. So that really helped like who, if I was a little more bougie, (laughs) who would I like, what would I want from a photographer? And I kind of had a bad experience with my wedding photographer. And so that really fueled me to go above and beyond with my, like in my systems of, of like providing a very like personal and like hand-holding experience like just walking them through every step of the way so like from the first email laying out all the expectations to having like fun I'm such a like visionary dreamer person Mm -hmm. I started hosting mood boarding dates with my brides and we'd like go to a coffee shop and mood board for their wedding together and just like 
things like that to make it more of a like personal experience and really help them dream up their day and not just like cater to what everyone else is doing all of those went beyond like being a photographer right Um, right and like put what you're passionate about because like you're such a you're right like you're such a like mood board like that whole vibe of like visioning and dreaming like you're a dreamer I love that and your clients are too and that's why I love that you integrated yourself but then you attracted those clients that were attracted to the same totally. thing so whenever I see like you you know practicing your experience it just inspires me and I just I love to see it because I could tell that you're just like pouring a hundred percent into your clients like I can feel that like the energy from when you do show that. And so I just love that, you know, your systems and being able to like be intentional with every step allowed you to do that. It's really like that connection, right. Of like every step, what are they feeling? How can I help them here? And so, yeah, I just feel like no system to like that whole experience. It's like a whole different level. Oh yeah, for sure. So how, so what did your, does your client look like or what did your client look like then shifting from like this lower level to this next level like, how did you kind of like really tap into who they were and connect to them in a deeper way? With the newer clients? Yeah. Yeah. You're like, your I know client now. I think honestly, it's been a journey. Like when I first started building out this like ideal luxury client, I feel like I was just kind of guessing, like, I'm like, where do they shop? What do they like? How do I speak to them? What are their pain points? And a lot of that was like, wanting someone I thought at that time wanting someone who they really trusted wanting someone who was going to give them an experience and something that I've realized is like people don't really know what they want and you kind of have to like tell them so I've it's been a journey of finding out who they are but I've done multiple extensive like research ideal client research exercises. So I would write down like, you know, where are they at in life? Where do they live? How old are they? You know, what are their hobbies? And my, my elder client, I can just like tell you like the back of my hand, they're like in their early thirties in some sort of like marketing world, maybe a corporate job. They, or like they're a founder, they're free spirited. They like are very in tune with that aspect of life. Their hobbies include like yoga or Pilates. They go to the bougie coffee shops. They go to the bougie like wineries. Like they're, I can just, I know them. And it's just like through the process of doing those exercises has really given me so much clarity of like who they are and then what are their problems. And like what I touched on in the beginning is like, I guess with their problems and that worked for me, but now I have a lot more of a refined idea of who they are and what their actual problems are. And now I'm solving those problems. So I think just those extensive researches of like, who are they? How old are they? Where do they live? What are their problems involving their wedding photography and how can I solve them? Yeah. And I, and I think also because you're able to get those clients in you learn more and experiencing working with them and who they are and, and like connecting with them. And the more you're connecting with those higher level clients, the more you are refining exactly. more knowledge of them and who they were. And so that's why, like, I know what we'll talk about in a minute, but you know, you were with the lower level client and then we shifted so hugely. And so there was this 
break and this silent point where, you know, you had to like reposition your whole message and your whole vibe and your whole, like everything was shifting so big that you had really nowhere, like these, you didn't have the referrals, like you didn't want the referrals from the other clients because that was a totally different business, a totally different experience, a totally different Rebecca. And so you wanted this. And so there was this big gap, but once you started bringing these clients, you're like, okay, this is my person. This is my person. This is closer to my person. This is even closer to my person. Okay. This is my dream person, but you made it first. Like you did the first step. And I love how you said it was a journey because we will never stop learning about our ideal client. Like we will never stop learning because it will continue to grow with them. We'll continue to up level with them or, you know, our experiences will change a bit, but there's never like a worksheet that you're going to sit down and be like, this is all my ideal client. And then I know what they are. Like that is like so unrealistic in any, how you do it's like that combined with experience and then continually going back to it and back to it in all different ways and perspectives is how we're refining it to where, you know, to where we are. And so I just love how you are brave enough to slow down, to figure it out, like to take that first draft step of like, I know what I want. I want to know what my clients want, you know, to this capacity, bringing those clients in and then now expanding that over and over again as you went forward. But you had to take that first step, right? Like we take that first step to shift. Like you're like, you want to manifest your grease people. (laughs) And like, you're taking so many steps. Like you went there, you're creating this guide. Like you're taking so many steps to like bring those people in. Right. It takes us to take that first step. Right. And so I love that you did that. Yeah. Very hard to get there. (laughs) And it's not, it wasn't like an easy, like one night I just decided I'm going to charge like $4,000. It was a process mentally. I like went from in the past, I was booking so much. Like I was used to like, they booked me and they booked me and they booked me. And then I went from that to literally zero bookings for like, I think it was like three months straight of nothing. Absolutely no booking. I know that puts you in like, I need to try everything mode. Like Yes. I was like, I have to make this work. Yes. There's no other option. Like I have to make this work. And I think that was really good for me. Like having that really stressful time of not booking anything pushed me to just make it happen and make it work. So it was a process. It definitely took, like, like you said, a journey, but I think hard work does pay off and the commitment and dedication and having the, you know, guidance along the way and all the support definitely was like needed. Yes. And so during that time, what would you tell someone who's shifting or who wants to shift, who's in that time, like that quiet time, like what would you tell them? I would say like, what is your end? What do you want for your business? Like, do you want to be feeling in this stage of like burnout? Do you want to keep continuing the cycle that is killing you? Because you don't have to feel like that. You know, there are other people aren't, not everyone does business like that. You know, there are people who, you know, they are burnout and they just keep with that cycle until they can't do it anymore. But there is another way. And if you like truly don't want that, and if you have bigger dreams, and if you want more freedom in your life, you have to take that next step. Like it's ultimately up to you and the future that you want and the freedom that you want. So I think just like really like 
sitting down and walking through what do you want with your life? What do you want with your business? Do you want to continue this state of like working literally 7 a.m. until 10 p.m. every day because you can't like hire out editing because you don't have any budget for that? Or do you want to, you know, have four days off and you can go to the lake, you can take your kids, you know, wherever you want and, you know, or you can just have a slow morning. Like you can wake up at 9 a.m. or 10 a.m. because, you know, you aren't demanded for your time as much. So really like sitting down and thinking like, what do I want for my future? And realizing that it's going to take work, but it's going to be worth it, you know? Yeah. And that you can make it happen. Yes. Like it's your business. It's your life. And exactly, you have ownership over that. Like you can make it whatever you Definitely. want. I love, love, love that because it's not necessarily about booking out a calendar or the number, like a hundred K yeah. income goal. It's like, you know, the question you want to always want to ask, like, what do you want it to look like and feel like yeah. that's what's going to lead you through the systems that may not be very exciting to set up or through like oh, yeah. your quiet time. That's like, oh my gosh, I'm going to, I'm never going to book, you know? Like it's that vision that really leads us through and th- that feeling of what we want. And, you know, I, you know, I was behind the scenes with you with so many, like, I can't do this. Okay. I can't do this. Oh like, yeah. Ah, like freaking out. But every single time you're like, Hey, I can't, I can't yeah. I can do this. And like, you were so good at self-coaching yourself too. And it got you to a point of course, where you are with your clients. So just to finalize talk, you know, wrapping this up, I do want to talk about kind of just like our final, like how you got into like really attracting this ideal client because we, again, we did try various things. And one of the things we did work on together was like ad reach because it was very difficult to get visibility because you were so, you already had all this, these other clients you worked with, you know, Instagram was like the only reach we can kind of use at that point. And so we're like, Hey, we need to get more visibility on your like new experience. So let's talk about that because that was super fun to see yeah. you develop and to put forward. So tell us about like what you create, you created and how that kind of launched you into this market and speaking, getting visibility with this, with this right. client. Right. And that was something that like with wedding, mostly like wedding photographers, the wedding industry, a lot of it is referral based. So it was really hard because I was at a point where it's like none of my past clients could refer to me to anyone because it's like, I do not want to shoot any of their weddings. Like no offense. I want to like go onto a different market. And so that was really, I was like, okay, I have to find these new people. I can't just go on base. Of, I can't just book people based on like who I know and who are referring me. So like Dana said, we tried like a million different things, a bunch of different strategies, but something that really landed and worked for me was I create Dana and I created a lead like magnet. So it was a guide. It was called how to romanticize your engagement season. And it was like a PDF guide. I think it was like 30 pages of a bunch of tangible. It was great. It was amazing. It was a bunch of tangible tips on just how to like slow down during your season how to really enjoy your engagement time. And it was amazing. Like it really had so much knowledge and so much, like just so many tangible things people could do to- So on brand for you. Yes. And so on brand for me. So I, you know, created that guide and then, you know, put basically an email funnel behind it. So it was like introducing people to who I was, 
nurturing them, and then ultimately pitching them. So it was like a five-part email sequence. And then basically we just put that everywhere. I was on TikTok with it, Instagram Reels. We put Facebook ads behind it, literally just blasted it everywhere. And not one thing did like it wasn't like one video went viral and that's why I got a ton of people like opt in for the guide and a lot of people book me from the guide it wasn't from like that one viral reel it was over the course of a lot of action so it was like through the Facebook ads I've got people in through Pinterest I got people in through TikTok it was like through a lot of different avenues and that ultimately really led me into like a step into this luxury market and that guide booked me definitely my bougiest wedding that I've ever shot Kevin Love was the best man and he's like a famous basketball player and they were like it was in Portland Oregon on this like country club and it was like one of those things where I was like pinching myself the whole day because I was like I'm promoting myself to be this luxury wedding photographer but I really haven't shot many luxury weddings yet and that was like a time where I was like oh wow like I am shooting these crazy weddings that I like dreamed of and that was through I booked that through like a Facebook ad promoting the guide so that's just such a cool it's so crazy to see like the fruit of that yes and like how that guide shifted things but I mean it was definitely the accumulation of you building that and getting to that point for sure but how did like the process of creating that guide just like shift how you showed up Totally. And how you spoke to your client. Like, how did that process like shift you mm-hmm. business? Yeah. So I think that guide made me like think about what can, what are my clients, you know, what are their problems and what would really speak to them, what would help them. And I just through the journey of building it made me realize like my client is really intentional. Like they are the type of, they have an intentional relationship. They're not, well, let's just get married and who cares? Nobody cares. Let's just go like, whatever. Like we don't need to spend money on it because it's not a big deal. Like they, this is like a big deal to them. And so I think that was just the start of a even deeper client, like, you know, figuring out who my ideal client is and diving into that. And that really just gave me a lot of clarity through that process though. Yeah, that was so, so fun. Because we're both passionate about like intentional (laughs) intentionality. Yeah. And so like, that was just, I could just like feel so much good energy from that guide. So how, so what did your year look like that year? Was it 2022? Yeah. So the next year, so you were booking like 50K the previous year. So what did that year look like since you shifted? That was like Mm -hmm. your big shift year. What did that look like as far as income? And then just like how it felt? Because I know you got married that year too. So there's a lot happening. So yeah. what were what was the difference between those two years? Right. 2021, I was so overwhelmed. Like I I remember I would call Brian, my husband, now boyfriend at the time, and I was just crying. Like every night I was crying because I was like, I just don't know if I can do this. And this isn't what I thought it would be like. I'm like, how do I get out of this? How do I, do I like tell people I can't shoot their weddings? It was that overwhelming. It really was like a pivotal time in my business, in my life and like shifting. And then I made like 50K, which at the time I was like, 
I made 50k from my business. Yeah, that was so cool, which is great. It is a, it a is, it is a number. Lot. It is a lot. Um, yeah. And that definitely wasn't the profit either. That was like the revenue. So, but it still was a very cool experience. But shifting to 2022, I shot 15 weddings and then took on other like projects that I wanted to because I had the time. As far as like business, I shot with like some brands and did some other like creative things. And yeah, I hit over six figures and shot only 15 weddings. And they all, I, all of them were just incredible. I didn't have a bad experience with any of them. I, they were like my dream clients. I want to go back and shoot them. <laughs> like they were just that <laughs> amazing. I think back on some of the days and I'm like, I wish I could relive that because it was just such an amazing wedding. And I just think it's, and now it's like, I'm at a totally different point in my life and my business, I'm scaling in different ways and wanting to start new businesses and like mm-hmm. have just such a clear, I just have so much more freedom to be able to do that. And I'm just so thankful that I did take those really hard changes and those really like the long days of creating those systems and the long days of like, you know, wondering if I could shift into this like higher market mm-hmm. because now it's like I get to have so much freedom in my time and have the capability to, you know, grow and scale in different ways. Love that. I love it. It gives me chills because I just have love being seen, like seeing your growth so much and expanding, especially I think we stopped working together around like when you got married, like everything led up to getting married. And then just to see you from there, just take that into a whole crazy level. Like you're truly a leader in what you do, but in your community. And that's just a beautiful thing to see and that you have the ability to do that. So one more question for you. What would you tell someone who who is interested or who is going to take the step to work with me? What would you tell them? Totally. I think that if you want to skip five years of like yourself trying to figure it out and trial and error and just if you want to skip all that messy stuff and have help along the way and guidance. And I think that the program is just for you because you don't have to, you don't have to invest. You don't have to take that step, but what are you like giving up by not taking Mm -hmm. that step? Are you giving up like a shortcut to, you know, pushing yourself way farther than you would have on your own. And so I think that's what I would, I was like, what are, what's at stake? You know, um, it's a sacrifice you're making. Yeah. There's always sacrifices. There's sacrifice yeah. of investment. There's sacrifice of yeah. your burnout calendar. <laughs> yes. And awesome. I think just like, if you want to bypass like years of frustration then take the program and invest in yourself and really, and also investing in yourself makes you more accountable to yourself. Like you're like, mm-hmm. I, you know, put this much money into it. I need to show up and I need to like, just done is better than perfect. Get these things done and progress, you know? So I think there's so many reasons why you should invest, but I think if you want to bypass years of frustration invest if you want to just have like a reason to stay accountable with yourself invest and I think everyone needs a coach 
and Dana has such an amazing just view on the world view on her business as in like one I feel like you focus on what do you want your life to look like not so much how much money can you make which is great but it's like what do you want your life to feel like and I think that really connects with a lot of people you know like that's ultimately like at the end of our life it's like it's really not about how much money you made it's like what kind of life did you live and are you proud of that and I think that Dana has a very unique voice in the world of education because there's a lot of educators there's a lot of courses you can take but Dana really focuses on the the deeper meaning of things and then also is very straight up and is not gonna just let you like say crap like she's like (laughs) nope that's not right. Like <laughs> she points you to truth in a loving way, which is very unique as well. I think a lot of people have a lot of fluff in their, you know, courses and education and coaches and stuff. It's just like, just, you know, a lot of fluff, but Dana bypasses the fluff and is like, you know what, if you want this, we got to build it and gives you the hard truth. So if that is your cup of tea, then I think you need, why would you not, why would you not take that step? Thank you, Rebecca. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on here. I just, I'm so glad we got to talk and share your experience of like the ups and the downs behind shifting behind, you know, getting to this level. Cause it's not easy. It's not easy at all, but there is beautiful reward in the end. And you really show that in your business then and now, and it's just so beautiful to see you grow. So thank you so much. Thank you. Stop the recording.